You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Welcome back. 526 on a Wednesday morning. You got the warm-up show. CeeLo and Fleegs in for Jerry now. You'll have uh, Jerry with Salicata coming up top of the hour. Of course, in for Boomer and Geo this week. We are back on uh, CBS Sports Network rest of the week starting at the top of the hour. So if you want to tune in on TV, catch us there as well. Uh, this is not an Al Dukes production with the, the show. He loves his items. I got some NFL items and some baseball items and these items. We don't have any items. It's just uh, me and Fleegs talking some sports, which is always a good time. I will say this. Um... And my stomach thanks me for this. I'm very proud to say that I had uh, 62 less hot dogs than Joey Chestnut did yesterday. Uh, but very impressive of him to power through that rain delay out there in Coney Island to uh, take home the title again. Though I heard him ripping himself. He's ah, I just didn't need to get into the rhythm. He won by double digits. I mean, what else do you want? What a whirlwind that whole thing was because, you know, it's canceled. Then, all right, maybe not. Joey Chestnut. Yeah, he is, seemed with, like with he led the way. That we to... can't say on the radio that, you know, <laughs> we're, do, right. we're yeah. doing this thing. Yeah. You know, I'll get these guys out of here. Yeah. You know, and then I, as they're competing, I remember saying to my dad and my uncle, like, you know, we talk about how, think about what starting a game five minutes late has done to a guy like Garrett Cole in the past, right? <laughs> One of the, the best Billy pitchers Crystal in the game, thing, yeah, yeah, starting yeah. the game five minutes late, and that's it. He's gone. He's lost to baseball players are such, you know, freaks of nature. Creatures of know. habit, yep. And then this competition starting two hours later how much planning must go in at the time to like regulated meals? All right, when you're competing, you're eating this much at this time, then you're eating this much at this time. So then when them starting two hours later, I was watching it thinking this has to be affecting some of these guys, right? And then you watch it, and no, maybe not. Not they're so just, much. <laughs> I, like, I don't even know if these people have stomachs. They're just Because also all of them, when you watch it, or at least most of them, they're not in bad shape. They're scarfing down 30, 40, well, 50, 60 hot dogs. Vomiting it up as soon as they're done, I would Maybe, imagine. But right? Like they look, you know, they look the the whole dais of people in the hot dog eating contest looks better than the WFN CBS Sports Radio newsroom at any given time. That is that is a good point and a sad commentary on those right. of us that not, work not in this. Not great for us, but <laughs> but it does it doesn't even look like it affects them. Two hours later, you know, then the stress of Joey Chestnut's trying to get this thing off the ground. Who knows what kind of nonsense he had to deal with? You know, have the competition. There's TV. There's sponsors. All legal of that. wagering on it, right? And yeah. then he still scarfs down 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And then minutes. was disappointed. I know right. he wanted to break his record or whatever, but I I don't know. That's one thing that's far. I just can't. I for the life of me, I can't. Uh, and I look. I love a hot dog, but. Two max. Right, listen, One's usually I, good. I lo- love food. I've you never know, had I mean, more than two right. in one day. Two is more than enough. Yeah, and zero there yesterday. Are t- there are times where one is enough. Yeah, that's what I mean. Usually it's one, maybe two if I'm real hungry. I'm usually a dog and a, one, and a burger, one of each, and a manual Bavari. Sorry, I put condiments on, ketchup, relish, whatever the case may be. Not relish on the burger, but on the hot dog. So. But no, we went with the... Uh, 
the slow cooked ribs yesterday from at my in laws and the chicken kebabs. So uh, no dogs and burgers, a little different, but uh, can't complain. I was a late arrival into the July Fourth festivities. By the time I got home, it was already like after five o'clock. So uh, it was a little bit of a small narrow window because then you got to get to bed, of course, because we got to get up at two o'clock in the morning right. and come back in here. So of course, last night the baseball's done because we had the day games for both teams. I lay down. I'm just looking for something. Mine left. Put on. Uh, flip on the fire stick. Find something to drift off to. It's I don't know. Ten o'clock. Right on the homepage. Independence Day. Had Perfect. To, had to put it on. Problem is that's that's a movie I don't want to go in. to sleep. Well, during. that's what I mean. Yeah, it's too good. You but I can't watch resist. It I can't resist. Now I did. That's where you need. And people, I know. Like I stream everything. That's where you need cable TV because you have to put it on, and then the second that commercial hits, right. That's when you close your eyes. Yeah. I did eventually turn it off because I, I was like, all right, I, I, I've i got to get a few hours here. All right, well, here's the question. There was no nap yesterday. I'll be honest. I might judge you depending on your answer. During what scene do you turn it off? Um, Let's see. How far did I get? I did feel my eyes starting to get heavy, which, I mean, that's not a commentary on Independence Day. It's a commentary on just not sleeping at all. I'm trying to think how far I got. Um, It was... It was shortly before the satellite ship started blowing stuff up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so it was so still sort of in the establishment. Very early in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't get too deep into it. I figured before things really ramp up, let me right, check right, out right. here or else. So I'm looking right. at there's there's being a moment up all where night. you know if you make it 45 minutes in, you're sticking around for the entire two hours. Yeah. Once you pass, then you're screwed. Right. There's no way back at that point. So I made the responsible decision, and I'm very proud of myself. Now, will you pick <laughs> the movie back up next time you're in front of a TV? Um. Probably not, just because we're shifting back to night games now for the baseball locals these next few days. Right? Yeah, boy, yeah. Not double night games tonight. I've got SNY tonight. So it, it doesn't quite afford itself the same opportunity, but, you know, we'll, circ- we'll circ- circle back at some point. And here's one more Independence Day question for you before we get back to the yes, baseball more and the Yankees. matters. Yeah. Your son is, older son is like seven, seven right now. Yeah. Okay. At what point do you sit him down and watch Independence Day? He's not ready for that one. I okay. think the aliens would freak him out. And then I so then I then it would well because it would it would then trickle down and end up a problem for me when you deal with nightmares right, and right, right. waking up and not wanting to go to sleep in the dark by himself and all that. So, I feel like I was like maybe like ten, eleven the first time I sat down and watched that movie. Yeah, I don't remember how old I was. Uh, well, let's see. It came out and I was already ten when it came out, so probably that. But I showed him couple maybe when he was five, Ghostbusters, thinking that was harmless and that. There were a few things that freaked him out there. So I still have that tucked away in my head. So I don't want to totally traumatize him. Is that one of the him. movies you were talking about this uh, the other day? There's a lot of 70s and 80s movies that were rated PG that you revisit now and go, hmm, I don't think that'd be rated PG today. Yeah, there's a couple lines in there. But at least in Ghostbusters, though, it's pretty subtle. But you did have the um, the situation with Bill Murray and um, Sigourney Weaver when she kind of becomes possessed and when she becomes... Uh, Whatever I'm blanking on the name now, but there was she was saying she had said some inappropriate things along the way that again over his head, but it's the kind of things you don't want him 
these kids are sponges, and then they take it to school right. and they start oh, so saying it. Probably things we probably saw heard them the first time I watched the movie goes over our head, and then you go years without watching it, and then when you revisit it, you're like, yes, oh, right. oh, wow, with things we missed as right. a kid. You know, oh, that's pretty good. They mix in stuff for the parents, which is nice. Absolutely, the animated movies a lot too. Which I, as a parent, appreciate now. Oh, yeah, a lot of Little them. Little subtle do, though, things. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had the delay for the hot dog eating contest. We also had the brief delay with the Yankees. Thankfully, though, they were able to get it in after that. And it's like, all of a sudden here, you know, Bader's making an impact. You had a good game from Glaber yesterday. We talked about how the, the bullpen's been, again, yesterday, four innings, one run. And that was in the ninth with Albert Abreu. He almost kind of kicked that to the side. I thought I jinxed Tommy Canely. Because I gave his line yesterday about how he hasn't given up a run since he comes back. All of a sudden, leadoff walk, couple of walks. I'm like, oh no, he's gonna he's gonna break the streak. But it you worked out for You don't get blamed there because okay. that's that's the story with Tommy Canley, and it's gonna be the story every day until he gives up a run. Right. So, but every, I did everybody's kinda, talking about it. Is everyone talking about? I it? I think so. I mean, again, that's right. the story. The Yankees have a reliever who, in what 13 innings now, has not allowed a run. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a pretty big story sensational in baseball. Since he since he made his season debut, his second time around with the Yanks, but on a day where again Aaron Judge is kind of letting you know uh, I'm gonna be back at some point, but I, I almost feel like every time he speaks to the media now and comments on his situation, it's he's trying to couch it a little and let you know like I might not be the same guy i'm gonna try but it's i'm i'm not i'm not feeling too good well and it's got to be frustrating for him because i'm sure he's not getting the clearest possible answers from the doctors and not that it's their fault it's just maybe an injury where and listen a lot there's a lot of factors at play here things could go either way you know if things progress as they should then maybe this is when you'll be back but a lot can go wrong we'll see it's got to be frustrating for him it's got to be you know scary for Aaron judge to think about both not coming back when he wants to this season and maybe not being the same player that he's used to being the first co- however long when he's on the field. You know, look at Bryce Harper and the effort he went to to be back on the field less than a year after having Tommy John surgery. Yeah. And this year he's been a good hitter, but the power's not, not there. Dynamic, and you right. can tell watching him like he's frustrated. It's it's different. These guys deal with a lot. And, you know, for the Yankees, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to be positive about right now. Number one to me is Anthony Volpe. They stuck with the kid. They didn't send him down. He has the chicken parm meeting with Wells, little the the tweak in the swing, and now he looks like the exact player the Yankees built him up to be. He looks like the guy that, you know, as much as they want to focus on pitching, the reason the Yankees haven't won in the playoffs over the last five, six years, you know this, is they haven't hit. Yep. And they haven't gone out in free agency or trades and added that new element to the lineup to change things, Anthony Volpe might finally be that new guy. When they face the Astros in a series in the regular season or the postseason, what's something the Yankees lineup has not had the last six years? It's a guy like Volpe. Wherever he ends up hitting in the lineup when we get to October, he is a dynamic rising star level player. That's the hope. And, you know, Boone said, I think, pregame yesterday that he's thought about maybe moving him back up in the order. I'd like, I wouldn't go there just yet. You know, let's really get him get him going here. It was, what, a 7-8 game hitting streak. It got snapped yesterday. You know, that's going to happen. You you run into an open and, and it was a six-game multi-hit right. streak, which yeah. you yeah, don't see was, a lot of those anymore. No, you don't. So, I mean, look, he's looked like a different player, which is great. Um, and, and 
they've kind of just found a way here a little bit without Joe. I think they're right around 500 since he went down. So other teams have had a chance to kind of make up some ground. They're still holding the wild card spot. And now all of a sudden, two wins against Baltimore, and they're creeping up on them a little bit in those wild card standings. So it lines up well for them, right? I mean, you need one more win in this series to take three out of four. You got a not-so-great Cubs team coming in, even though, like Jerry said yesterday, they got some guys that are throwing well that are in the ERA leaders and then you see where you're at, all you know, all star break wise. You're going to get Rodon, Rodon in in the mix. I think Friday it sounds like. So, you know, a few days ago it was a lot of focus on Lemayhew and Donaldson. And while they're still not going, they have. The, I mean, Harrison Bader when he's healthy has been. And I know Emmanuel brought it up. I saw the same stat, and I I wrote it down here. Uh, since they acquired him, when he's in the lineup, the Yankees are 37 and 16. So they're basically playing 700 baseball with him in the lineup, which is 113 win pace. It's tough to argue with that. I said it to Jerry last week doing uh, part of the warm show with him. Is it fair to say that Harrison Bader, after Aaron Judge, and maybe Garrett Cole, is the most important Yankee? I mean, in the lineup, after Judge, definitely. You just gave the record when he plays and when he doesn't. Even though his numbers don't blow you away, he's just a different... What he brings to the team, lengthening out the lineup, he gets the big hit, he's great in the field. It's something that they do not have, and when you have... A lot of guys who are underperforming around him. Stanton's still not where you want him to be. LeMayhew and Donaldson. And all three of those guys, because of the age and physical ailments they've dealt with, they might not be what they used to be by the time you get to the postseason. But when you now add in a Bader, assuming he's healthy, and a Volpe, that kind of offsets what the Yankees are losing with those other guys. And, you know, they go through that road trip. They win two out of three in Oakland. Even if fan, you know, there are always going to be fans that will say they stink. They want to sweep, and then the Cardinals they lose two out of three. Yeah, it was but a they, disappointing they three water. and three road trip. But yeah, but then when you come home and you're playing the team that is directly in front of you in the standings in the division, I know you know maybe a team kind of in between you guys in the wild card standings. Astros right there. As I think well, they're but, even. Um, I think the Yankees and the Astros are still right. And, and listen, they've been jockeying back and forth a half game. Yeah, they're both either way. The, the team that yeah. you can control beating right now is the Orioles. And they've come into your building in the last two days. They're not shorthanded. You are. And you found a way to beat them the first two games of the series. And in the first game, coming back from being down 3 nothing, scoring six unanswered runs. Yesterday, you give up the lead. The Orioles tie it. You think maybe they're about to repay the favor from Monday. And then you storm right back and take the lead and run away with the game. Those are two impressive Gut check type wins from the Yankees, and they've got uh, the kid up, Randy Vasquez, for tonight's game. Who's you know, little couple starts, he's done okay. And you wonder at some point if you know the word gets out, the book on him, maybe that'll change a little bit. So you got the first two games, you got Vasquez, and then I don't know what to make of Luis Severino right now. You know, I, you hope that he turns a corner. You're always worried when things go south if it's a health related thing that's been a struggle for him. But then you've got Rodon coming back into the mix Friday against the Cubs. Back to the judge point for a minute, and you were what you were talking about a couple of minutes ago before we take a, our next break here. I just have to think that he watched, and I'm not saying it's the same injury; it's the same part of the body. What happened to DJ LeMayu second half last year once his toe injury arrived and what's happened to him so far this year? And, you know, he's not going to get the same attention and criticism that Judge would, especially now with the contract and the expectations of Judge, both from an individual standpoint and what the team is supposed to do when he's out there and when he's healthy. So I have to think that to some extent is weighing on his mind. And you hear these, hey, look, 
I'm feeling a little better, but I still can't run. It's going to linger all year. Surgery is probably going to happen, but we're not going to do it. He's putting all these things out there, I think, to let you know, like, I'm going to do what I can, but let's temper the expectations a little bit. And from a Yankee standpoint, like, we talked on some of the, the positives, but if he's not going to be dynamic, it's it's hard to believe that they're going to be a team that makes noise in October. I mean, it's almost impossible to believe. Teams just don't overcome the loss of a guy like that. Even people point to the Braves losing Acuna two years ago and winning. Well, the Braves also traded for four good major league outfielders to offset the loss of the one guy. Yeah, You can't just replace a guy like Aaron Judge. That's why he got the contract he got in. When you listen to Judge speak, you know, you're right that he's kind of trying to manage expectations. But it feels you, that you, way. You hear with him that he knows what the injury can be. He knows, I'm sure, not just what DJ's gone through, but what other guys, and he's looked at probably the recovery of every single person in the sport and maybe other sports that's dealt with this injury. And he feels a responsibility. He's what we hope for in athletes. You know, it weighs, I'm sure, on Aaron Judge that he knows that the team expects and the fans expect even more from him this year than they have in the past, including his record-breaking season last year because of the contract he now has. They expect more from him because he knows as well as anybody else that he hasn't performed up to his own standard in the postseason. So now he has that pressure with, you know, this is the year I'm finally going to break through in October and put this team on my back and try to get to and maybe win a World Series. And now he's dealing with something physically that could stop him from doing that no matter how determined he is. It's a tough spot, and I, I know he's making a ton of money, that so he's ultimately fine, but I do feel bad a little bit for Aaron Judge because I respect the athlete that really takes it upon themselves to be more, and Aaron Judge is that kind of guy. It's why we respect him so much. And he's one of those guys on the list the last few years that, while great in the regular season, hasn't hit much in the postseason when he was healthy. So imagining him if he should enter into October at significantly less than 100%, uh, it just makes it all that more difficult. But that's a long ways off. We still got to get through the rest of the regular season. Trade deadline's not here. We haven't hit the all-star break. So it's fun to talk about for now, but uh, there's much that can change between now and the end of the season. All right, we got to take a break. Coming up on the other side, yesterday I brought to light and reminded everyone, hey, it would have been George Steinbrenner's 93rd birthday. We had the fun with the audio with Mike and Chris. I left out another birthday, July 4th, a significant member of the Yankee family, we will dive into that when we return. You got CeeLo and Fleegs on the warm-up show. Jerry and Sal coming up at the top of the hour. In for Boomer and Geo. Coming right back on The Fan.